Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, let me just tell you that no matter what you have been through, we all have stuff. And it is that stuff that really gets in the way of having the relationships that you want to have. So it is first about healing from our past and then working on our new future. My nine-week course on emotional healing will tackle everything from finding where your triggers live to knowing what your wounds are. And this is essential because if you do not know what your triggers are, then you will react. And if you do not know where your wounds are, you will forever let them dictate your life. So click the link below and start my online course today and begin healing. guys, welcome back. Thanks for joining me for another video. So this week I want to get into five reasons why someone who's narcissistic, toxic, unhealthy, why they don't like you, despise you, or hate you. It's hard. It's hard to be in a relationship with someone and it was hot and amazing and maybe there was a discard, maybe there wasn't a discard, but now all of a sudden this person has completely jumped ship and they're just like downright cruel. Like not even just okay, they don't care. They're relentless and abusive and cruel and hurtful. And it's on like another level. And I think a lot of people will ask this question, especially when they have been discarded or the person left the relationship or the person ended the relationship themselves, that that narcissist, that toxic person, and then they're hurtful. So you're kind of like, I don't understand what's going on here. You wanted this and now you hate me and now you despise me and now you say and do the most hurtful things that anyone could have ever done to me. Why is that? So one of the very obvious things that we all hear is you are no longer a good source of narcissistic supply. You are no longer a good source of supply to this person. So we all understand this. We all understand the concept of like, okay, I get it. I was no longer a good source of supply, but sometimes it just isn't enough because this person is beyond cruel where it's like, I get it, I'm not giving you what you need, but you moved on and you found it or you moved on and you didn't wanna be with me anymore, you discarded me, but why are you being cruel to me? That's the part that like someone who's fairly healthy and normal just doesn't understand that. I think if you look at their behavior, that whole you weren't a good source of supply for them, it just doesn't really make you feel better because the behavior is so spiteful and almost inhuman where there's no empathy whatsoever for you. And that's where people really get kind of like tripped up and this question of like, why does this person hate me so much comes over and over and over again. Okay, so reason number one, they can't control you. So someone who is narcissistic and toxic, really, they seek control. They demand control. And this is really where the supply comes into play is that if you are a good source of supply, then I can control you. I can manipulate you. I can, you have no boundaries. I can really get what I want out of you. So if I can't control you anymore, even though I'm the one that dismantled the relationship, even though I'm the one that left, I have no control over you now, especially if you were discarded and you're in a good space and you're healing and you're leveling up and life's getting good, it's going to annoy this person even more because not only can I not control you, but you're also not devastated by anything that I did. You actually learned from this and became better because of it and that really bothers me because I didn't want that to happen. So control is really a narcissist like best friend. Like 
it is the power that makes them feel like they matter, that they're enough, is that they were able to have that type of influence over another person. So number two is you're happy. Nothing bugs a toxic person more than your happiness. So like I said, when you level up, when you get better and life's getting really good, that means that like you've learned the lessons, you've done the work, and that means that now you're actually authentically happy. This bugs the person because they are not. It bugs them for a couple of reasons. Number one, they're no longer making you happy. So narcissists feel good with positive attention or negative attention. So positive attention is I'm making you happy. I was doing all the right things for you, which in turn meant that you were going to give me what it is that I needed. So since life is a competition to someone who's narcissistic, they can be very relentless and cruel when they are quote losing or when they feel like they're losing. Now in their minds, they're always going to justify that they are doing better than you regardless of what's going on in your life, but it still bothers them that you're doing good and that they're not. And so because of this, they don't like you for it. They might hate you, they might despise you, they might start being really abusive to you, they might say things, try to cut you at your knees, they might be flaunting their new supply in front of you, they might be doing all of these things. So again, a healthy person, even if their relationship had to fall apart, maybe they broke up with you or you broke up with them, they want the best for you, they want you to be happy. And someone who's narcissistic, they might say it, they might say, hey, I really want you to find someone really great. I'm madly in love now. I want the same for you. But their actions say otherwise. Because if you really want someone to be happy, you don't do cruel things. You don't say hurtful things. You're not vindictive. You're not wanting to cut someone down at their knees to make you feel good about yourself by putting someone else down. So what you're seeing is a display of someone who's trying to be healthy, who's trying to play this character, but that's not really who they are at their core. At their core, they're competitive, they're self-absorbed, they have extremely low self-esteem, and that's what you're seeing. So all this cruel behavior that you're seeing is basically a child throwing a tantrum. So the irony is, is that you're gonna see things where they appear to be happy, but they're not really happy. Because someone who suffers from keeping up with the Joneses, deep insecurity, low self-esteem, they don't know how to fill themselves up. If a person is needs supply, needs a person to be able to be exactly who they want them to be in order for them to feel good in the relationship and be happy, that's not really a person that can fill themselves up. And so if someone who's not, since someone who is narcissistic can never fill themselves up and they're always looking for outside things for validation and love and seeking admiration and like all of those things, you're dealing with an empty person. So an empty person isn't happy inside. Now, if you've done the inner work and you feel like you're in such a good space and life's getting better and things are improving and you're just, you're just good, <laughs> that bugs that person. The third reason why this person despises you or hates you is that you expose them for who they are. A toxic person does not like to have the finger pointed at them where they look like they're the problem. They're always going to try to, and here's where the smear campaigns and the flying monkeys and like all of those types of terms that you've probably already heard before and learned about come into play, is that they always are going to have to construct stories to make them look like the victim because they don't want the finger actually pointed at them. Now, if something is very black and white and you're handling this situation with grace, with healthiness, with intelligence, then you're not going to be blatantly pointing all the fingers at them, but the underlining message is you're actually the problem. 
And because of that kind of exposure, they don't like it. And so this is where the cruel behavior comes into play. How dare you expose me for something that I did? Yep, I was wrong. Yep, I shouldn't have done that. But you don't tell the world. You don't expose this to me or to anyone. You keep this to yourself because how dare you? You are underneath me. So you need to not say anything at all and just deal with what it is that I did, crawl under a rock, cry yourself to sleep, and go have a miserable life. That's really what the underlining story is for someone who's narcissistic towards the victim. Okay, guys, let's take a minute and talk about investing in yourself. Regardless of what you are going through, we are all not taught basic skills, fundamental skills that we need in order to not only have what we want, but to be happy. Isn't that what we all say we want, to be happy? Well, the reason why most people are not happy is because they are looking to the outside world to give them what they are actually craving. They are expecting their partner, their job, their kids to fill them up inside because they are missing these fundamental skills in order to actually be happy. If you are struggling in any area of life, it is your job to now take full responsibility for yourself and for your life. And the only way to do that is to make a decision that you are done suffering and are ready to move on. My private coaching program can help by guiding you into the next phase of your life. It will give you the tools and the foundation you need to begin taking care of yourself on all levels, mentally and emotionally, which are are two areas that most people do not know how to take care of themselves and also physically and spiritually. So take this opportunity to stop wasting time and make the investment in yourself. Register today and start working with me. Like with all toxic people, when they do become exposed that they did something wrong, they're going to shift blame. They're going to come up with all the reasons why they did what they did in just to give them some kind of justification either to you the world or possibly themselves that it was okay that they did it. Or maybe it wasn't okay that they did it, but here's why I did it and try to give me some kind of understanding or give me some kind of validation that what I did, even though it wasn't okay, I did it and this is why. Now we can acknowledge, if someone can acknowledge what they did and that it was wrong, that's one thing. What they do after the fact is another. So for some narcissists, they will never even acknowledge that they didn't that they did anything wrong. You will never ever ever hear from that person, "Yep, I own this. Yep, I did this." Never. Some might actually be able to own it. "Oh my god, absolutely. I totally messed up. I shouldn't have done that." But their behavior after the fact is going to show whether or not they really did own it, whether they really did learn from that experience. And if you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic, that's not going to happen. So since this person has such inner shame inside of them, they're always going to need to rationalize, rationalize what they did in order to justify their actions. That's just what they need to do internally to help themselves through what it is that they're actually feeling, regardless of what the outside actually thinks of them and, and what they did. So this actually will ease their mind into their mind telling them, wait, wait, wait you were the victim. So it's okay why you did that. And that helps with the shame, the inner shame that they have. I think the hard part for a lot of people is when they're dealing with someone who's lied, who's cheated, um, who's blatantly done black and white wrong things. When they start creating the stories that make them look like the victim. I think for the victim, they really struggle with that. And this is where they become a little over emotional and wanting to fight back. Like, how could you possibly be the victim? This doesn't even make sense. And they become very reactive. They might actually become cruel themselves. 
um, and hurtful themselves. And so this is where the reactive abuse comes into play, if you've ever heard that term, where you received the abuse, but your reaction became abusive, you gave it to the toxic person, and now you look like the problem. That's why responding and not reacting is such an important thing and something that you absolutely have to learn and master. I've done a ton of videos on them. Definitely go down below um, and search them and read about that stuff and learn how to respond to people and not emotionally react to people. Another reason why they really hate you and despise you is because you remind them of all the things that they're not. So if you're someone who's empathetic, if, you, if you're a good soul, if, if you feel like you have a kind heart, if, if you're just a good person and you see the best in people and you hold yourself accountable, then it's going to, you're going to just be that person and you're mirroring this to that narcissist and that's nothing of who they are. So a narcissist is self-absorbed. It is all about them. It is life is a competition. It is I need to put you down in order for me to feel good about myself. And that's not who you are. And that person can see that. That toxic person can see that in you. They know that you're a good person. And it bothers them because they don't know how to be that type of a person in this world because all they're trying to do is survive. Life is a survival game at this point. It's I need to feel good. You know, even if you're slightly codependent, even if you have your own stuff, 100%, everyone has a wound that they're trying to heal and move on from and get better at. But for the most part, you don't have a personality disorder. So that puts you in a different category. And I think someone who's really, really toxic, maybe they might want to strive to be a good person. Probably not, depending on how self-aware they actually are of the things that make them toxic themselves. Because if you don't even know that you're narcissistic, you're toxic, that you're manipulative, that you can be this way, that you're condescending, whatever that looks like, you can't really, if you can't even acknowledge that, then you ain't gonna be doing anything about it. So, and if you ain't doing anything about it, then this is who you are and nothing's going to change. Change can only come from first acknowledging that there is a problem and that something needs to change. So if nothing is changing with this person, they still can't, they're still human. They can still see that you are this type of a personality, this type of a human and they do like that because that was something that possibly attracted them to you. But now that they're on the outside and no longer with you, it's not something that they look at and value anymore. It's something that they despise in you. Someone who's narcissistic always has to get like a boost. Like it, life is a drug. So I need to get a high from what the people at work think, whether or not I'm making this much money, whether or not this is happening for me, whether or not I can control you. So there's always a high that needs to happen. And if you're no longer giving that person that high, again, I go back to that first point, how dare you? You were supposed to be this for me and now you're not. And not only are you not, but now you're doing all of these other things. You're getting healthy, you're moving on, life's getting better for you, you exposed me. So if you keep adding up all of these these things that are happening that have possibly helped you in your own life and your own self-development and your own healing, then it's going to bother that person because in their mind, you were just supposed to crawl under the rock and have a miserable life because you needed them and they were your source of everything at one point because you yourself were unhealthy. And now that you're kind of leveling up past that and you understand what does it really mean to be healthy, it bothers that toxic person. 
and you are human and while you can logically understand why this person's doing what they're doing it is still hurtful at times and that's why learning how to self-soothe learning how to parent yourself is so so important don't forget to click down below and check out my new membership program it is a really great affordable coaching option if you are looking to work with me i will link it down below and i will see you next week